It's my birthday, y'all. It's my birthday, and I am going to be reflecting on my journey on my birthday, and I'm also going to give you 10 lessons that you can learn from my awful story. No, I'm kidding. It's not that bad, but stick around because I do think you want to hear this. Hey, and welcome to Likely Loser. I'm Shireen, aka Reen. I'm a Jesus freak, mama, course creator, and a speaker. Listen, do you want to belong to a community that gets you? Do you want to use your gifts for God's glory to create a kingdom business? You know, that ministry that makes an impact. Are you wishing there was a way to get clarity on what your business is going to look like? Or do you want unshakable confidence to not only move forward on the idea that you've been keeping secret, but have the kind of confidence that makes the ground shake when you walk? So girl, if you are ready to lead with confidence, authenticity, and to walk in your God-given calling, grab you a cup of cocoa, a pen, and a paper, and let's get to work. Before we get into the episode, I want to read what you guys have to say. So Ayana sent in, if you are an entrepreneur building your business toward the kingdom and feel lonely, this is the show for you. Thank you, Reen. And thank you, Ayana. Alexandra says, love this podcast. Reen breeds life into the words I've been thinking. Thank you, Alexandra. Rocky says, loving your podcast the whole time I'm nodding my head in agreement. Thank you for being authentic and thank you for listening. And Ariana says, I can't recommend this podcast enough. Reen shares so many tangible tips to help you build your online business. I can't wait for more episodes. Thank you so much, Ariana. And if you guys want me to read your testimonials, you can send that in. Just go to Apple Podcasts and scroll down and hit written review to leave your review. And thank you guys so much for listening. Continue to do so. Reading those was such a gift to me on my birthday. Okay, so when this airs, it will be November 14th, which is my birthday. You guys can definitely shout me out if you like to. It is at My Cups of Cocoa. You can tag me and shout me out. I would love that. So <laughs> I wanted to reflect on my journey. I can't pass up this this moment to reflect on everything that I've that I've been through. So most of you know my beginnings. And if you don't, I will tell you again. <laughs> so I have eczema. And it was very bad as a child. Like I, I'm pretty good now. Um, it's not something that goes away. But you can't tell by looking at me that I have this. But when I was younger, you could very much tell. (laughs) It was very, very bad. Um, Because of that, I was extremely quiet. I always walked with my head down. Uh, My skin had a lot of scars. It was um, very discolored, so mismatching colors. It wasn't always the same. I'm not the same color throughout. I wasn't. And it it was very difficult it was very embarrassing. And also just some people just didn't treat me very well. Some people treated me like the plague. I did have some friends, like I still have lifelong friends that I met when I was younger that were great to me and never made me feel any type of way. But, you know, I definitely have vivid memories 
of that being the worst time in my life, but just doctors didn't know what to do with me. And the memories of just me crying out all the time, like just always sad, always just angry. It turned into anger and bitterness because it's just, you have those moments. I'm sure you have like, why is this happening? What did I do so horrible for this to happen to me? And as a child like that, it's a lot, it's a lot, (laughs) it's a lot to deal with. So from that point on, I believe the idea that I was not worthy, like I couldn't be anything or do anything important, or I would never be worthy enough to do anything. And it was just deep seated that I put up this wall. And again, I just became really angry and very bitter. (laughs) So in college, that was mainly in middle school, high school, but in college, I did meet wonderful people that changed my life and encouraged me to go to church and actually start a relationship with Christ. Like I've always known Christ, of course, because I grew up in a very religious household. But at that time, I definitely did not know him for myself. Like that wasn't on my radar. Like, you know, when you're younger, you kind of go to church when your parents tell you to, right? You do it, do it. You, you do what they tell you to. And it's more of a obligation type of thing. But now I'm just like, I am running out of options. I know that I am leading myself into further anger and despair and something has to be done. And I had some wonderful people around me at the time that was like, let's, let's go to church. Let's uh, meet the right people. He, He sent the right people to me and I started my relationship with him. Then at the age of 25, now, after college, I got married like kind of early. I think it's kind of early, but hindsight is twenty twenty. At the time, I thought it was, you know, everything, everything that you could ever hope for, you know, but it was not a good relationship. It was toxic for sure. And there was some abuse there. So after having my child, whose name is Coco, and yes, that's what my business I named it after her, that it was better, it was safer for me to leave and just not continue with that. But I'm not going to put everything on him because I was dealing with some deep-rooted belief that I was not enough, like I, I, that I would never be enough. And I think we can only truly love to the capacity of which we love ourselves, So I was dealing, I was still, there was so much trauma there and I had not even begun to heal around the things I had gone through. So um, after that, I started to focus again on my relationship with Christ. I actually started to write down my thoughts and my prayers. And oh, I didn't even mention that when I was younger, when the eczema was at its worst, and when I was very, very quiet, that was the time in which God spoke to me and said that you're going to start businesses, you're going to be a speaker, you're going to do these things. And I laughed and thought that was hilarious. So but you can see why like at the time, it it just didn't make sense to who I was like the most quiet person, the most reserved. I didn't speak to anyone except like a select (laughs) two people. So at the time it was definitely ridiculous. 
But after I started getting back into my relationship with Christ, and it was just me and my child, I definitely started to write more and to listen more and and to understand who he is, therefore understanding who I am in him. And my perceptions about myself started to change. And I understood that I have to be obedient to whatever God wants me to do, even if I don't feel ready, even if I don't understand, which is a difficult thing, but I'm just going to be obedient to him and, and what he says. So that's why I started my business um, in the beginning of 2020. The other day I told someone, I've only been doing this for two years. And then I was afterwards, I was like, that's not true. <laughs> Time flies. But it was the beginning of 2020. And I invested in myself. That's what I heard God tell me, you know, he told me that I was going to do all these things. So I'm just like, well, I got to get my feet wet and I got to start taking some action. So I definitely invested in myself and I learned a lot. I have continued to invest myself. I heavily believe in that. And I recognize, just like my mentors did, just like my friends do, that I have a way with words. <laughs> That's what everyone tells me. So it's like now the pieces are started to form. Well, maybe there's something to this. And maybe God was right, you know, <laughs> like just because I didn't see it. I just thought it, it couldn't be so. But, you know, that's how we work as humans. We don't know everything, but we kind of think we do. And I started to realize I do have a way with words and people do listen to me when I when I speak and I do have a way of making people think differently. Um, and this is only because this is what God has put in me. This is just the gift that he has chosen to give me. And I realized that I have to utilize that. So I have to be obedient. And that is when the journey of me starting my business, helping women focus on their calling, because I understood now what my calling was, and it was to help other women do the same, help other women start businesses and rely on him as well. And I still do that. Cupsacoco.com slash Boss Brand Academy if you want to know more information about that and how I help women to start their own business and make money. But that has been my journey. And the business side of things, definitely, definitely not easy. <laughs> there's, it's, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs. Don't let anyone tell you that it's not. There's a lot of ups and downs, but I also feel like man, when you start the journey of starting a business, it pushes you not only in business, but also your personal growth. And I think for me, it was absolutely necessary. I think it's one of those things that God was probably trying to teach me because the more I learn and grow about business, I see how it correlates to my personal life. Like I am, I have so much more clarity, again, not just on, you know, marketing and business stuff, but just like who I am and what it takes to be rooted in Christ. Like you learn about, it, it's not just making money, like getting clients, like you learn about yourself, like what you're comfortable with, what pushes you out of your um, comfort zone. You learn about how to talk to people and what it means to have meaningful relationships. Like if you're doing it right, these are things that you're going to learn. And so I'm super, super grateful for the journey 
thus far. And I honestly can't wait to see <laughs> where I'm at in 10 years and all that I've, all that I have accomplished. I've accomplished a lot already. I've taken a lot of people through, uh, quite a bit of people through my program at Boss Brand Academy. I've switched it up a few times. I've done a lot of speaking events. I've done summits and such. So it's a far cry from that little girl who didn't say anything and was crying all the time. And so anxiety ridden, like it's definitely a far cry from that. So I'm super grateful. All right. So that's my story. And now I'm going to give you some lessons that you can learn from my story. So let's do that. So number one, invest in yourself. That has to be number one, mentally, physically, financially, all of the things you cannot say when I get older, I am going to do this. Like when I get fit, I'm going to do this, right? These type of things are just words. (laughs) And I mean that to say we have to change the way um, we see ourselves in order to start taking action, right? It's not when you get older or or in the future, I'm going to do this. What can you do now to move towards that? And most of the time, this is a change in the way you see yourself. It's a change in how, you know, if it's physically, like the change in the way that you eat, how you want to exercise, like you have to make those changes and you can't know what to do unless you invest in yourself. So what I mean by that is, how are you going to make yourself better? Start with the Bible. Of course, tons, tons. There's a guide, um, guidebook on how to live your life. Tons of stuff in there. Can't point out one specific thing. And read other books. Invest in a coach. I'm a coach. If you want to help start a business, invest in, in mentors and in, invest in reading books. Never stop trying to make yourself better. Always, always, always invest in yourself in all the ways that you can. Okay, number two, 90% of our thoughts are about ourselves. I don't know, this statistic changed my life. (laughs) It just did. 90% of our thoughts are about ourselves because I just feel like my whole life I've felt that, you know, people are laughing at me, people are staring at me, people are thinking about the mistake I made, girl. Nobody is thinking about some mistake you made two years ago, let alone two days ago. They're so preoccupied of what they've got going on. They probably thought about it for one second and they moved on, right? And again, this was probably because of all the trauma that I went through and I did not deal with it. I just still thought everyone was thinking weird things about me. Every time I talked, they probably said, oh, she's she's dumb. Like, right, these are things that I used to think. And it's just like, no, it's all in your head. Nobody's thinking about you. Get over yourself, <laughs> right? Right, because it stopped me from taking a lot of different opportunities or, you know, trying to do different things. That thought that people are just always gonna say something about me or people are always thinking something weird about me really hindered me from a lot of good opportunities, okay? Number three, you are not everyone else. How can what you're doing work for you? Do not be consumed of what everyone else is doing and at the pace that everyone else is going. 
something may work for someone else. You may think the grass is greener on the other side and it's not. (laughs) How can whatever you've got going on work for you? Please, please take into account your personality, the calling, the gifts that God has given you, and how can you utilize that for where you want to go or where God has called you to go, right? How can you look at what's going on um, with you in your life so that you can accomplish those things? You are not everyone. Everyone has a different experience. Everyone has a different goal. And God is calling them to do something different (laughs) from what he's calling you to do. So you cannot compare because it makes no sense. Okay, number four, starting a business is difficult. I don't have to tell you that, but I'm going to. Starting a business is difficult, is a roller coaster of emotions. Detach from it, meaning it's a business. Detach yourself. It has nothing to do with you personally, right? Remember when I said I always have the thought that I'm not good enough. I used to have that thought. It's because I attached myself to everyone's beliefs and I attach myself to things. And if you do that, you have this thing where if something doesn't work out, it's your fault. And that's not always true. There's tons of factors on why something didn't work. It's not always you. So, so detach yourself from outcome and know that starting a business, going through the business, 10, five years after the business, it's still going to be difficult. (laughs) There's parts of it. It's going to be a different level, but there's parts of it that's still going to be a roller coaster. So don't think that you see someone further than you and they have no problems. Absolutely false. People who have been in business 10 years and beyond, I still am in the conversations with them and they're still having a lot of issues. It's just different issues, right? So know that it's going to be difficult, but it is worth it if God calls you to it. And that leads me to number five, be obedient. I never would have done anything or accomplished anything that I have if I wasn't obedient, if I didn't come to a point where I said, all right, Lord, like, let's just, let's just do it. Like, I have to be obedient to you. Don't know what I'm doing. Still sometimes feel like I don't know what I'm doing. But guys, for example, like this podcast has already gotten to top 5%, right? I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) But, but if God says start the podcast, guess what? I'm gonna start the podcast. So be obedient to whatever it is that God is calling you to do because there is a reason and you may not be able to see what that is, but he does. Okay. Number six, life hurts. (laughs) Another thing that I probably don't have to tell you, but I think we forget it. He never, God never said that this would be easy, but he also uses broken people. He uses broken people. Everyone that you can think of in the in the Bible, none of them was first picked. None of them. <laughs> they just weren't. They all had excuses. They all were not good at whatever it is that he wanted them to do, but he said do it anyway, right? He uses broken people. Life is going to hurt. Things are not going to go the way you want it to, but you have to let go and depend on, on God and be obedient. Okay. Number seven, you need people. (laughs) We are always trying to be a savior. We are always trying to do stuff on our own. And honestly, these last, I'm going to say one or 
to two years of my life, I've realized how much I need other people. I put up that wall so high that I'm just like, you know, I can do this all by myself, forgetting, first of all. Um, yes, I have had people in my life who has helped me along the way, of course. Everyone is not my enemy. And not only that, I just, I don't know everything. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, what's your opinion on this? It's okay to have mentors. It's okay to have coaches. All of that stuff. It's okay. The Bible does say, cast your, cast your burdens on, on your fellow man, like build each other up, hold each other accountable. He told us that we're going to need some help. This is how he created us. So why are we fighting so much against that? Okay. Number eight, don't be afraid to speak up. This definitely can be difficult as an introvert, which I am, and I know some of you are, but there, there isn't a level where people know everything. I used to think that like when I was little, I used to believe that there is a level, a certain age that you hit that you will just know all there is to know. And I'm just like, well, well, I don't need to say anything then if, <laughs> if people know everything, but that doesn't exist. And we will always be learning. We will always be growing. So what that means is there will always be room for you. There will always be room for your thoughts and your perspective because no one knows everything. I can always learn from someone else's experience from their perspective and vice versa. So I should be willing to share my thoughts. I should be willing to say my opinions and what I got from whatever situation, whatever experience and the people around me should be able to learn from that, right? Just like I should be able to do that from them. So don't be afraid to speak up. Your thoughts are not invalid. We want to hear them. We really want to hear them. I really want to hear your thoughts, right? Because they matter. You matter. So number nine, forgive yourself and give yourself grace. I've made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> um, I'm sure you have too. And we can get really hard on ourselves, right? But if God has forgiven you, why are we, why are you being so hard on yourself? You know, if he has given me grace, what makes, gives me the audacity to not give myself grace? It, it doesn't make sense. So forgive yourself for whatever it is that happened in your past or you did or you've done. It's okay. There's, there's always tomorrow. He, he, if you want him to, will make you new every day. So it's all right. Forgive yourself and move on. And number 10, practice gratitude always. Oh, practice gratitude always. By now, you guys should have a gratitude journal. Come on now, a gratitude journal. Because we accomplish things and we have wins. And as soon as they happen, we're on to the next and we forget, we forget where we were once, you know, we forget that we were praying for this day, right? At some point in time, we were praying to be at this point that we are now. We forget that. And I, I forget that too. The other day I was thinking and remembering how much of an awful time that was when I was younger and how much I have grown. I've grown tremendously, y'all. <laughs> 
I used to not be able to look people in the eye. So come on, I've grown tremendously. So it's good to to be aware of those things and write those things down. It may seem like a little win right now, but it's important. Baby steps, it is important. So please practice gratitude always, always. Because 10 years from now, you know, you're going to have more and more wins. But where you're at right now, you prayed for that, right? So practice gratitude. So those are my 10, my 10 lessons learned. I hope you got something from it and can utilize that in a way that pushes you to your growth as well. So cheers to the next year or five or 10 of my life. And hopefully I'll be able to share a lot more lessons learned. Thank you for hanging out with me on my birthday. I will see you later. If this inspired you, transformed you, or blessed you in any way, please leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts or screenshot your phone and share it on Instagram and tag me at mycupsofcoco. Thank you again for listening, but I would love to talk to you personally. So come on over and connect with me in my community, cupsofcoco.com slash community. Remember, we see you, we feel you, we love you, and you belong here. Come on back and sit with us.